I would like to begin with a <coughs> like to begin with a passage that comes the right before Kamishi. Yosef's already he's revealed his identity to his brothers. He sent them to go to back to Eretz Yisrael to Yaakov Avinu. <coughs> they come to Yaakov Avinu. So the Pasuk says, by love is called Ivra Yosef. They tell Yaakov everything that Yosef had told them. Ashadibar Alein. By he sees the wagons. Asher Shalach Yosef that Yosef had sent to carry him. But Techi Ruach Yaakov Avir. Yaakov's spirit became alive. <coughs> he got a new boost of life. Techi <coughs> means that he, he was able to have Ashra Sashchina, he was Besimcha again. Yaakov experienced Chiyas. And the, the Mepharshim over here discussed, the Rishonim discussed, that it's not clear exactly who sent the wagons to Yaakov Avinu. This passage says, Vayaris HaGalas, Yaakov sees the wagons, Asher Shalach Yosef, that Yosef had sent. It's pretty clear in the passage that Yosef was the one who sent the wagons to Yaakov. And yet a few psukim later, the passage says, when they actually left, the children of Yaakov carried Yaakov, they took him. So who had sent the Agolos? Who sent the wagons? Was it Yosef or was it, or was it Paro? They told Yaakov it was Yosef. But when they actually sent him, they sent him in the wagons that Paro had sent. So if you look at the Pesukim, there's a pasuk before that says that it was really both. Pasuk says, Yosef gave them wagons to bring his father al pipara. Which means whose idea was it to send the wagons? It was Para's idea. Who actually sent the wagons? Yosef. So therefore it's attributed to both. <clears throat> the wagons that Para sent, the wagons that Yosef sent. But we all know that that's not a satisfactory answer because why in each place does it say, why one place does it say that Yosef sent them, one place it says that Paris sent them, are you looking at the Shlia, are you looking at the Mishalea? And I think uh, everybody is probably familiar with the Rashi. <clears throat> so Rashi has a different answer to the Kasha. It says in Rashi that really who was the one who sent the wagons? Paris sent the wagons. Meaning, Paro was the one who told Yosef to send the wagons, it was Paro who sent them. But Yosef sent a simon along with the wagons. He sent a message to Yaakov Avinu. The, the way I'm saying this now is, uh, Yaakov on Rashi. He says that this is... He told Yaakov, pay attention to the fact that I'm sending you agalas, that I'm sending you wagons, and that's my simon. You want to know who I am, you want to know whatever it is that he's sending. He sent him a simon, the simon is, look at the wagons. <clears throat> so what is it according to Rashi? So the way Rashi explains, he sent him a simon that the last thing that they were learning before he left was a parsha of Egla, Rufa, Agala, sounds like Egla, it's a parsha of Shah. <clears throat> so you sent him a remez that I'm still holding and learning. I'm still holding in the sugya that we were holding when you, um, when you said goodbye to me all these years now. So that's the way Rashi learned. <clears throat> but if we go with this Mahalach, that what he was doing is he was sending him a message. The message is, 
not just that he sent him wagons. He sent him a specific message. The message was, pay attention to the wagons. Pay attention to the Agalas. And that's my simon. So different Mepharshim have different ways of understanding what the message was, what it was that he was trying to send him. <clears throat> I'd like to learn two of them with you today. I think that we could get a lot out of it. One is something that's on the Kedush HaSlevi. It's something which is very, very ambiguous. Almost, not almost. It definitely sounds like, like uh, Sisrei Torah. <clears throat> but it's something that I think all of us could get a lot from. The Kedush HaSlevi says that the word Agalas, Agalas, wagons, why is a wagon called an Agala? We have other words for a wagon also. Merkava. Merkava means because that's something you ride in, you ride in it. Why do we call it an Agala? So he says that a wagon is something that goes on wheels. We have our, a wagon goes on wheels. A wheel, a, a wheel is in what shape? Circular shape. A circle is called an eagle. So he says, pay attention to what I'm sending you. He was telling him, look at the fact that I'm sending you an Agala. I'm sending you a wagon that goes on circles. Okay. What's the remez? He says like this, Ramaz Yaakov. Yosef was sending a message, was sending a remez to Yaakov Avinu. Sha'al yidag mehagalis. Don't be afraid that you're going down to Mitzrayim, which was Erba Sa'aretz, was very hard from a Ruchnia standpoint <coughs> to, remain, to, to, to maintain your purity in Mitzrayim. He says, don't be afraid of the galas. The only way that we'll be able to get the Madregas that we need after Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We're going down to Mitzrayim for however long we're going. And after Mitzrayim, we're getting the Torah. The only way we could get that is by going through the purification process of first being in Mitzrayim. And that's clear in Pesukim later on in the Torah. Mitzrayim is called the Kurha Barzel. The Kurha Barzel is like the cauldron, the furnace, where you're able to make and mold various kinds of metal. So Yidin had to go through, for whatever reason, we had to go through Galus Mitzrayim before we were able to get the Torah. So what Yosef is telling Yaakov is, don't be afraid to go down to Mitzrayim. Because all the hardship that you're going to get in Mitzrayim to maintain your Ruchnius identity, all the physical hardship, all the mental anguish, all the spiritual hardship, all of that is a Hechetem, so all of that is a way to be able to get to where you need to get. All the hunger that you're going to have in Mitzrayim, everything that's going on is going to be the Siba for the Galas. So what is an eagle? What is the point of a wagon? A wagon gets you from point A to point B, but that circular shape that you go, you start off here, but through that eagle you go around and around and around and around until it gets you to the destination that you need to get. That means that it brings you, everything that you're going through brings you from point A to point B. Then he talks about straight lines and circles. So this is the remez that Yosef is sending Yaakov Avinu. He's sending him a remez. I'm sending you wagons. But again, he didn't just send him the wagons. The wagons were actually sent by Paro. Yosef's message was, pay attention. The remez that I'm sending is also somehow called in the wagon. It's somehow included, is alluded to in the wagon that every hardship that you have is a hardship, it's a building block to be able to get to where you need to get. Which is a huge aside in life. Not everybody has the easiest life, and some of us have it harder than others. But anything we go through, anything that the Rabbanjan sends out when it's all Ashkafa Pratis, is always here so that it brings us to a step, to a step higher, to a level higher. I thank you, Hashem, that you afflicted me, and you saved me. 
Why am I thanking Hashem? Because you afflicted me. Because the only way that I'm going to get that Yeshua is because I went through something. We've discussed this over and over again. And sometimes HaKadosh Baruch at the time that he wants to send us good things, gives us a challenge and gives us a Nisan, so that if we're Oymet the Nisan, we'll be able to benefit and gain <coughs> and be entitled to the Gulas and Yeshuas that he sends us. He says a little bit later, in the Kedushas Levi, not in Vayigash, what I just told you now is in Vayigash, but he says in, when he discusses Eichel, Megillus Eichel, he says something that we say on Shabbos morning. It's a nice thing to think about. In Davening Shabbos morning, before Kael Adon, we talk about Hashem, various accolades and attributes of Hashem, and we say, Efes biltacha bayaleinu limosa Mashiach. What does Efes built? What does Efes mean? Zero, right? Zero. Efes biltacha. There is none besides you, Gayaleinu, who's redeeming us near Moshe Mashiach. So the Pasha Pshat is that the only one who's going to free us in your Moshe Mashiach is whom? Hashem. Nobody besides you is going to, is going to, free, is going to redeem us by Mashiach. The Kedusha Slavi says that that's not what it means. Ephes Biltuchal Gayaleinu means there is nothing besides you, meaning nothing that happens to us now during the time period called Galas, there is nothing that's happening that is not bringing us to that Any time an individual goes through a hard patch, a rough patch, any time a tzibur goes through a hardship, there have been uh, <coughs> terror attacks in Eretz Yisrael this week. Today there have been terror attacks in Eretz Yisrael. People losing their lives. You know, that's on a physical level. And all the trauma and everything that comes with it. There's, um, people go through their own personal thing. You know, it's hard to put other things in that same sentence. So many things, so many different hardships people go through. Every little bit of Yiddish Tzara, says the Kedushas lady. every little bit of it. Ephes Biltacha, there's nothing besides you bringing us. There's nothing else going on during this time period besides Gaelei Everything that's happening somehow is leading us, is bringing us to that, are the wheels of that agala <coughs> that are bringing us, leading us, turning, and getting us to that destination. And that's what Yaakov is, that's what Yosef is telling Yaakov. He's sending him agalas. Why is he sending him agalas with physical agalas? He's sending him the remas of agalas. You have to go down to Mitzrayim. You're going to be going through hardships. And there are going to be hidden, they're going to get hurt. And there are going to be some of your children are going to get going to get lost. Four-fifths of the Jews didn't make it out. But all of that somehow played a role in getting us to where we needed to go to get the Torah and eventually get to Eretz Yisrael and everything that we needed to get after Golis Mitzrayim. <clears throat> and we just finished the Antip of Hanukkah. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> Cleared out the table. But it, it was this week. We had Hanukkah for two days this week. <clears throat> I want to show you something that Pesvas Emma says, which is very, very connected to what we just said. This is, he says it with all kinds of nice Ramazans. He'll speak out the Ramazan, but the Yisod is unbelievable. He says that Yavan, Greece, Yavan is the Gematria 66. 66 is the Gematria of the word Galgal. Galgal means what we're listening to right now, right? Wheels. Galgal is it. He says that Yavan believed that the world is a wheel turns around, things are happening because they happened, and because they happened, they'll continue to happen. Everything is a cycle that keeps on going around and going around and going around. There's no beginning, there's no end, just like when you look at a circle. It's one circular shape, just goes around and goes around and goes around. Says this Vasemus, I'm going to give you a different Gematria. 
This is unbelievable. He says the word, all of us know, I'm sure we've heard, the Magad of Mezrich uh, pointed out that the word hateva, nature, is the gematria elokim, the elokim of the hay. Hateva is the gematria elokim, which means everything, elokim is Hashem's name of Ashkacha Pratis. Everything that happens in the world is all Ashkacha Pratis, even though it's happening in a natural way. Hashem uses nature, he masks it in nature, in teva, but really it's elokim. So he points out the following. The greatest level of Ashgacha Pratis is not Elokim. It's Elokecha. The fact that Hashem is your Elokim. He's focused on you, on each individual. Elokecha, also with a hey, is the Gematria 66. Hear this? In other words, Gal Gal, that circle, that nature that just goes around and spins around and goes around and goes, it's all Elokecha. It's all HaKadosh Baruch Hashgacha to you, the individual. He points out that Haya, Haiva, Yiyah, is also the Gematria 66. Now there's all of that. Gal Gal, the circle, the circular shape, things that just seem to be going around and spinning and spinning and spinning. No beginning, no end. But it's a Gal Gal that's all leading you from point A to point B. It is a circular shape. And things do just happen on a surface level because that's the natural order of things. But that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is using that. It's Elad Pecha who's putting this Gal Gal into motion to bring us from point A to point B. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Haya, the Haiva, the Yiyah. He is, he was before, he's going to be, he's, he's present right now. Kulay Ashgacha. He was, he will be, he's involved in every single step of it. Every single thing that we go through, that we endure in life, is all to get us from point A to point B. Ephes There's nothing besides you, not, nothing built about there's nothing else going on. Ephes, there's nothing else going on. Besides you bringing us the Ula. It's something which is so kedai. It sounds esoteric. It is esoteric. But it's also something that's so nagay in life. So many times things happen that don't seem right. And don't seem fair. <clears throat> it seems so confusing and so hurtful and so painful. On an individual level and on a global level. And we feel vulnerable and we feel caught and we feel trapped. Yaakov is sending a message to you. Yosef is sending a message to Yaakov. You're going to go down to Mitzrayim with your children. And I know you're not going to leave soon. But I'm sending you the message of Agalas. Agalas are that wheel, those wheels, the Agala that brings you from point A to point B. It's all Hashkachas Hashem. All of that is bringing us to bigger Geulas, to bigger Yeshuas that are going to happen in the future. Something I think is very, very nice. Something that's very important and something that's crucial to think about. There's another remnant. <clears throat> Again, we're pointing out for those that came a little later. Yaakov Avinu gets the Agalos, Para sent him Agalos. But Yosef sent him a message. Yosef said, pay attention to the word, pay attention to what I'm sending you. Pay attention to what Para is sending you, and that's the remnant. So the Chassam Seifer says the following. He says the Agalos that he sent, again, Agalos are wagons. He says Agalos is a compound word. The compound word is Ayin Galos. Ayin Galos. 70, Ayin is 70, Galos. Points out that the three times that Yidin went into Galos were always connected with the number 70. The first time we went into Galos, which was leaving Eretz Yisrael, going down to Mitzrayim in Parshas Vayigash, how many Jews came down to Mitzrayim? 70. 70 Jews that came down to Mitzrayim. The second time, after the Churban of the first base of Mikdash, how long did we go into Galos for? 70 years. And after the Chorban of the second Beis HaMikdash, 
So where did we go into Galus? Not just into Babel, among the 70 nations of the world. I in Galus, Galus is always connected to the number 70. 70 people, 70 years, among 70 nations. That's uh, the, one of the many, many pshatim that Sam Seifer brings over here. And he was sending this message to Yaakov Avinu. So what's the message? What's the message? What's the remez in the Ayin? Agalos, Ayin Galos. And he says something very, very important. He says, Ayin is not only 70. Ayin is also Ayin Yud Nun. Ayin is the Ayin. And he says, he's telling him that the way, the way a Yid could maintain his integrity, could maintain his Kedusha, could maintain who he is, even in Galos, is by being careful with his eyes. He gets careful with his eyes. He gets careful with what he looks at, when he looks, and what he looks at, and how he looks at. The eye is the key. The eye is the key to a lot. The eye is the key to everything. So something in the Shmir Salashim of the Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim writes, this is in, in uh, Chelek Beis, in uh, Perak Beis. There's a lot of small drashes. It's not in the game right now, all the questions of how he gets to it. But let's just speak it out. He says... Whenever we do a mitzvah, a mitzvah that involves an action, we make a bracha. The nusach of the bracha is Asher Kiddushanu B'mitzvah Hashem has sanctified us through His mitzvahs. The, 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 the Svasama says that that means every time we do a mitzvah, we become holy. A mitzvah, mitzvahs are programmed to make us holier people. Kiddushanu B'mitzvah Hashem makes us kaddish through the mitzvahs. So the Chavetz Chaim says, why doesn't that always work? Many people do a lot of mitzvahs, but they don't necessarily become holier people. And he says that the answer to that is, what are they doing with their eyes? It's a tremendous thing. Pasuk says, Don't stray after your eyes and after your hearts. What does that mean? Don't stray after your eyes and your heart. Your heart means thinking about what you're not supposed to think. Your eyes means looking at things you're not supposed to look at. Don't stray after your eyes and your hearts because so that and the mitzvahs will make you holier people. But if a person doesn't do that, if a person does stray after his eyes, the mitzvahs will not bring you Kedusha. Tremendous thing. He says, Marama is lonu. The Pasuk is alluding to us an Indian Malchut's Ma'id, a very, very crucial Indian. Amosayma ilin ha mitzvahs, Paul Pach. When do the mitzvahs help so much that they make us holier people? She'al yadam yeh adam kadash lashem. The mitzvahs are supposed to make us holier. Mitzvah is milashem tzavsev, makes us one with Hashem. The Dabik Rebbeinu B'mitzvah Sechot brings us Kedusha. When does that work? It's only when a person doesn't allow his heart to think and his, his eyes to look. And then he brings us. But unfortunately, a person who does, doesn't experience that Kedusha that comes with the mitzvahs. The key to being Matzliach in Galus, the key to being Matzliach is I in Galus. We could make it in Galus. Galus is meant to be a purification process, like we are saying Gaulus is meant to bring us from point A to point B. Gaulus in general and Gaulus in, in every, every person's personal. Every person's personal Gaulus that he's going through. Personal tkufas. They're all here to build us. They're all here to make us stronger. 
They're all here somehow to bring us to a higher point that we couldn't have gotten without it. However, we need to, we need to abide by the rules. Ayin Golos. Golos is always associated with the number 70, so we think of Ayin and we remember the Ayin. We remember the Ayin. He also points out that Ayin is Rashi Teva's Eidus Hashem Ne'eman, Ayin Yud Nun, which is referring to Limur HaTorah. Limur HaTorah is the key. Persons connected to Limur HaTorah, <clears throat> that's going to be the key to being able to be Matzliya when one is in that kind of a Golos. We hear it's uh, dreary outside. Today, it's, it's, it's Kufas Tevis. We just spoke about those who, who came on Tuesday nights. Kufas Tevis, the nights are long. The weather is cold. It's a time that we're not venturing so much outside. It's a time for a person to gather himself inside, to figure out where he wants to go. We're not out there. It's not the summer months where a person's out and going place to place. It's a time for a person to internalize where am I headed. Starting in a week, a lot of Jews... <laughs> connect to, observe to a tkufa of eight weeks called Shavavim Tatcha. Hopefully we'll speak about more. Of, of, you're refining ourselves, making ourselves more nezer, more nezer in areas of watching our eyes, of Kedusha, of Amelus Petara. We'll focus on them more as we get closer to it. But we have a week that's, a week between now and then. A week between now and then is to remember, number one, that we're here for a purpose. And all the gullies that we have are, are on wheels that are bringing us, on galos, on eagle, are bringing us from place to place. We should be with our eyes, with our kedusha, that the mitzvahs should elevate us. They're all programmed to work. Limadatare is meant to refine us. Mitzvahs are meant to make us holier people. But we have to play by the rules, specifically the rules when it comes to Shemir Sinai. Two quick things. Number one, I didn't want to really mention it, Barabim <clears throat> in, 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 in a thing like this, but we're all friends. Rabbi, so the, the official rules of the yeshiva are that laptops are only allowed in the computer. Okay. What's going on in the dorm, they have carers in the dorm now with, with the laptops. Is, is, um, maybe people weren't told. We're, we can't. It's, 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 it's a mechshel for the rabbi. We're coming close to Shavit. I'm just letting everybody know that's actually going to be on a rampage, on a, on a holy rampage, a crusade. Bring more, <coughs> to bring more Kedusha, to bring more Kedusha into our lives, and nobody else is to be a victim because I, for whatever reason, have a Yetzar and need to be watching movies all the time. We can't. It has no place. It has no place in any yeshiva dorm. There is a computer room. I, what I'm watching there is, doesn't belong in the computer room, and the Zicha doesn't belong in your room. <coughs> so, it's, that is, anybody who's in the dorm, even if you're not in the dorm, don't bring your computer and watch it in the dorm. Uh, there's no Makam for it. Please, we're going to be coming around, myself, the others, um, and if, uh, if a Baca can't uh, abide by it, so we could start a nice collection of uh, laptops, maybe we'll like, sell them with a Svarim or something, cheaper prices after we hack them and, and uh, ram them. Another thing, just to end up on a very, very positive note, the Esos Hashem, next Shabbos is the Yeshiva's retreat. We haven't had one yet this year. The point of the retreat is to be ma'achet us as a group. People are very busy, people are very distracted. Some of the ilum stays here in the dorm. <coughs> Some of the ilum is, uh, stays at home. Everybody's got their schedules. Everybody's other things that are going on. Other events that are happening. School schedules, dating schedules, this schedule, that schedule. We're going up as Hashem next Shabbos. And if you're not going to Shmuel, Egel, and Zafruch, Mazdor, Shmuel, and everybody else, please, well, I would say without the please, 
you're wanted, it's there for you. It's there so that we could all be closer to each other. So that w- when we're together, so many times, and just in the time that I've been in yeshiva, it's happened every time, people just get to know each other much better and become closer, and become more familiar with each other. Do it for yourself, do it for the one next to you. A lot is being invested into the Shabbos. Please, um, if you're going away for Shabbos this week and coming back, bring your uh, Bekesha and whatever else you need to bring, uh, all your Shabbos begadim, Please come for Shabbos. Everybody's not just invited, encouraged, urged, uh, show, whatever, to please come and be a part of it, make it special, and enjoy a beautiful Shabbos.